Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The following is a special presentation of the Sports Journey Network. Sports Journey. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Breakdown, and I'm your host, Eugene Bland, and today we're just going to share some highlights from the Gator Nationals, some things that I saw that really stood out. This great race, first race of the season, and the fans in Gainesville showed up, they showed out. They sold the thing out on Saturday, had a really solid crowd on Friday, you guys know Fridays are a little light, but uh, this was a solid crowd. And Sunday, it was solid as well, and the action was great. Um, Kudos to the NHRA, allowing these teams to test so the fans could have the best action possible. And that they did. Um, Just excellent racing all weekend long. Your winners, Mike Salinas in Top Fuel, Matt Hagen in Funny Car, Troy Coughlin in Pro Stock, and Gage Herrera in Pro Stock Motorcycle. And that's where we will start. Look, Gage Herrera and Chase Van Sant are legit. They are the real deal. Um, they come from, you know, Pro Street. Uh, I believe it's like a 460 class. Uh, that Chase Van Sant was running. These bikes have a little bit smaller tire than what they're riding on here in the NHRA Pro Stock motorcycle, but they proved, they put their skills on display, and they proved that they belong here, and uh, they're going to be a force, forces to be wrecking with. Um, You know, obviously Gage just had a flawless weekend. Uh, He was ahead of everybody all weekend long. Um, just running away with the competition, uh, putting, you know, that Vance and Hines, uh, Missions, Food, Suzuki on display. Um, and he was just lighting it up, lighting it up this weekend. Chase Van Sant had a great weekend as well. Uh, rode well. He got the win um, in the first round. 
you know, ran a nice 680 with a nine. And uh, those teams, both teams, White Alligator Racing, uh, Vance Hines, those guys are great. They're they're really solid teams. They these two guys are with really solid teams. Um, Van Sant, you know, got that second round win over uh, Ryan Aller, and uh, was on his way to the semifinals. Lost to the vet, who I believe has the best bike that she's had her career, Angie Smith. Um, you know, it, that's a good day when you go to the semifinals. Very good day. Next, I'll talk about Gianna Evaristo. Excellent. Excellent day for her. She makes it to the semifinals. Um, you know, you could tell that uh, she's back to her old self with improvements. I love the way she attacks the racetrack as a, as a rider. Um, she really woman handles that bike and, uh, she was cutting lights all day long and, uh, left on Matt Smith. She cut a 017 light against Matt who cut a 045 and that's not a, that's not a bad light. She was just better and got the win with that 6.846 second pass. And she had a career best. A career best ET for her. And she made it to the semifinals in the first race of the first quarter of the regular season. Very good for her. I'm expecting some big things from her uh, this season. Um, She's going to be a tough out. She's going to be a real tough out here in Pro Stock Motorcycle. Also, we got that Steam Fitters Local 602. Pro Stock Motorcycle of Kelly Klontz. It was a rough weekend as far as motors go, but she ran her career best in qualifying. Qualifying um, very well. You know, they couldn't run the last couple of sessions, didn't want to hurt the motor, but on the pass that she did make, uh, she made it in with a 6.8 Two four, and that was good enough for top of the ladder uh, until later uh, in qualifying. But it, it was a stout pass and a career best for her. Um, the bike with the motor that she ran that pass with and hurt looked strong, and they looked like they've got their mojo back. Um, I expect her to go rounds this year. Um, it's going to be it's going to be fun to watch, really fun to watch, um, and I, I, a big congratulations to her as well uh, with uh, getting a career best and coming out and showing out. Um, she almost took down Matt. She left on him too. <laughs> Just wasn't enough on the back end. Ran a six eighty four on that pass, um, but man, it was so close. It was so close to uh, getting that W. Now in Pro Stock, first, right out of the gate, we're going to talk about Troy Coughlin. I know he's the winner, but look, uh, Troy had a really nice season and was really building momentum. And uh, I wrote an article last year about 
him being a sleeper to step up and steal the championship. He, that car was getting momentum. He was going rounds. He was winning races. Um, obviously didn't win the championship, but they had a lot of momentum coming into this season. And uh, the hard work in the offseason really paid off. And uh, he came out, showed out, and uh, won the race. Very cool stuff uh, from um, Troy Coughlin in this first race of the season. I thought Bo Butner looked solid. He looked solid this weekend. Wasn't able to, you know, go rounds and get the win in the first round, but his car looked solid. Along with the Quadras, who really look like they're going to be a problem for people here in Pro Stock. It's nice to see the Mustangs running very well and running strong. I know there's a lot of Camaros out there, but it's also nice to see these Mustangs be competitive and uh, be a problem for the other competitors here in Pro Stock. Um, You know, they looked really good. I thought Matt uh, McGehe looked good as well. Um, Those are the guys that I was looking at. And shout out to Jerry Tucker for getting into the show uh, and being able to go one round because Erica Ender's car did not start at all. Weird. With all the other weird stuff that happened this weekend. (laughs) Uh, Broadcast truck goes down. Um, You know, we had the thing with uh, uh, Robert and Austin. Just wacky stuff all day long. But it was nice uh, to see Jerry Tucker make uh, make his appearance here at the Gator Nationals. Last, it was cool to see Larry Morgan back out there. Um, Qualified for the show, didn't uh, go rounds, but it was nice to see him out there. Kind of brought the kid out of me a little bit. Remember seeing him in that uh, Castro car. And, um, you know, it's it's just cool. Cool seeing a vet um, and really one who's really cemented in NHRA history uh, out there uh, running in pro stock. Don't know how many races he's going to run. But uh, it looks looks like he's going to run a few, and then uh, Richie Stevens may be running a few in that car. And funny car, let's start with J.R. Todd. How about that guy? Coming in, goes to the final round, doesn't necessarily uh, win that thing. He was out in front all the way until the tires broke loose. But that car is looking strong. And uh, after the year that they had... Uh, not being where they want to be performance-wise, it was a great showing here at the Gator Nationals. And we all know when J.R. Todd is going rounds, the competition is great. Um, He gives you great sound bites. He's passionate. He's aggressive and wants to win. And um, it makes for great action for the fans. So I'm really happy for J.R. Todd to come out and show out the way he did here in the first race of the season. How about Bob Tasca? Bob Tasca plays fourth with a three eight eight five. Comes out, gets the W in first round against Alex Laughlin. Um, they look really strong. They blew that motor up on that big pass that they made. Um, 
and it hurt the body. They had to come out with a new body. Uh, they didn't make it past second round as Matt Smith beat him with a 388-2, and they ran a 392-2. But it's nice to see them come out strong. Uh, they start fast. They've had it had it both ways, where they start fast and back into the playoffs, and then they may start out a little mediocre, and then they pick it up uh, before the playoffs. Now they have to execute that and let that momentum push them through the playoffs so they can be a factor and be one of those that are contending for the championship. Alex Laughlin, I'm going to go there really quick. Um, Great showing for him. We talked about it before him getting reps. He drove that car pretty straight with tricky conditions that were laid before him. Um, It's going to be interesting to watch him this season and uh, see how they pick it up as the season goes on. And uh, I think he's going to get a round win or two or three. He'll be a factor. He'll be a factor. The weirdness. Robert Height had that throttle cable break, and that was it after a second round. That was it. It was weird. You know, I think the throttle stopped broke or the cable broke, and it over-revved, and that was it. He did take the light, though, and he did that because if JR red-let, then that was a very good opportunity for him because he would get the win. So, got to take the light. He did that. Didn't work out so much. Alexis DeJoria looked good as well. Car was just solid all day long. Did beat Matt uh, Hagen, but um, just solid. It's a great showing, and uh, hopefully this momentum will carry it right into the second race in Arizona for them. Moving on to top fuel, we're going to start with the winner, Mike Salinas. Okay, Um, some stout numbers from them, and he spoke in his uh, post-race interview that the car had more. And in some of those runs, they should have been lower numbers than they ran. Man. Man. They're going to be a problem. They're going to be a problem. But uh, Rob Flynn and that team come out and look like a well-oiled machine. The 66 he said he ran in the first round should have been a 63. The 69 he ran against Brittany, he said it should have been like a 67 or so. Said he thought he put it in a little bit too deep. The guy was working hard to get lane choice because the left lane wasn't the happy lane. Let's just say that. And uh, he wanted to have lane choice all day. He executed that, and Rob Flynn made it pay dividends. So um, what a day for them, and it's a great start. The fact that Pep Boys is not on this car is absolutely absurd, and it's disrespectful. So, I don't know what you got to do, Pet Boys. But somebody need to be on that car. And it should be you. Guy had a solid season last year. 
No reason why you're not on that car this season. Steve Torrance looks like they're back together. We all were wondering what we were going to get from that Capco team. There was a lot of talk that there was going to be some changes on their team. Pretty much no noise from the Capco boys all offseason. And they come out and make it all the way to the final round. And they gave Salinas a run. That 375.4 was strong. 333.82 miles an hour. Steve Torrance back. It's a good start. It's a very good start to this season. Now I'm going to go to Doug Coletta. What a day. What a weekend for them. Um, look, they made some changes to the car. Um, you know, that's that's the system that, uh, that Al- Alan Johnson likes to run. And... You know, it's nothing wrong with being a system tuner. When you pay somebody to do a job, you got to give them the tools they have to work with. Um, Last season shows that they needed to go with the Allen Johnson system. Uh, 15 and 22 isn't going to cut it. And they were six and six in the last six races of the season. Um, That's not going to cut it. So this season, they come out. And run that system. Now you say, what do you mean by that? Well, let's look at sports and and football, right? So you have coaches that like to run the West Coast system. And you may have a quarterback that's a West Coast system guy. He's not a zone read guy. So that's the system that he fits. You have running backs that are zone blocking helps them. They, They love to run off of zone blocking. So you implement that as a coach it's the same thing here nothing wrong with being a system tuner but the fact of the matter is that canopy car and all the things that come with it is what proves to be successful and the numbers prove that this weekend in the first round of eliminations they were low for the round 3.6 at 333.82 miles an hour. They were in the 370s all weekend long with the exception of the third pass in qualifying where they smoked them. Solid day. Solid day. I mean, they just came out and just kept Rallying them off. Second round, 371.6. They were running 70s like it was going out of style. 334.32 miles an hour beating Antron Brown. Solid run. Third round, Steve Torrance got them. They smoked them. Look. I'm not saying that they're that they're that they're back and Allen is back, but it's a darn good start. Let's talk about that resurgence and revival at the end of the first quarter, shall we? We'll analyze it after the first quarter, but for the first race of the season, they look darn consistent. And going to 
the second round or the third round semifinals, <laughs> that ain't bad. I'll take it. Great job by that Coletta Motorsports team. Alan Johnson, Doug Coletta. We want him to be a factor in this playoffs and championship chase. Leah Pruitt. She was 15 and 20 last year. And they come out and swing the bats and they hit home runs. That first round, she runs a 368-6 at 334.15 miles an hour. That thing was cooking. Cooking. Comes back, second round, another dub. 373-1, miles an hour. Makes it to the semifinal. Loses to Mike Salinas. Um... Their numbers were on par until the 660 mark, where they lost it. Mike Salinas was 2.122 to 330 feet. She was 2.222 to the 330. She was 865 to 60 feet. He was 842. He was cooking. Probably could have gotten it down in the 60s, but... It was right on par with Mike Salinas. Great job this weekend by that TSR team. Um, I know they're happy about how they started this season, and uh, hopefully it can continue for them because it's always fun when Leah Pruitt is part of the conversation. At least I think so. Look, great event. A lot of good things happened here this weekend. And, um, you know, the argument is going to be had. Mike Salinas talked about the first race of the season being here at the Gator Nationals as help for his teams. Talked about the money that is spent with all the trucks that you have to go across country when you come from Pomona to Arizona to out here to the East Coast. And starting out here really saves their team's money and allows them to put them back in the cars. Do I think that the Gator Nationals should be the start of the season? Absolutely. I mean, we've seen what has happened in Pomona the last couple of years. And it really is a thing where California fans are fickle. Look at Lakers games. Look at Clippers games. Look at Rams and Charger games. It's just what it is. Sometimes they just don't show up. I mean, the weather's pretty good out there most of the time, so you're probably hanging out at the beach or doing other things. But California, the fans are fickle. And maybe with this changeup, there may be a better crowd. And if that is the case, that's what's important. 
And they should keep the schedule the way it is. And if it's saving teams money, because in this day and age, everything's expensive, then that's what we should do. We'll see what the NHRA decides next year. But I'm 100% on board with the Gator Nationals being the start of the regular season. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for our show. Next week, or in two weeks, I should say, they will be at the White Wild Horse Pass Motorsports Park in Arizona, the NHRA Arizona Nationals. This is supposed to be the last race in Arizona at Wild Horse Pass Motorsports Park. We gonna see. Okay, we gonna see. I believe it when I see it. No pro stock bike there, but you will have pro stock car. Man, what a way to start the season, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I'm still on cloud nine after being there this weekend. I mean, seeing that crowd on Saturday was just unreal. Unreal. The amount of cars, the just the people packed in. It was just wild. Wild. Um, shout out to Josh Hart winning that all-star call-out shootout, too. 80,000. 80,000. Really stunk that he was just late, man. I mean, no other way to call it. And he runs that 369 at 335 miles an hour. It's just like, darn it, man. But that's drag racing. But they're going to be a tough out. Don't worry. They're going to be a tough out. Again, we thank you so much for listening to the show. Without you, we are nothing. So we thank you for listening and participating. We're going to try to provide you with the best coverage of the NHRA possible. And we hope to have some media members and uh, some drivers as well. Try to mix it up a little bit. Well, for SportsJourney.com, I'm Dujanae Bland. We'll be talking to you soon. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.